You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV. You can subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. And of course, you can download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode of Press This, we're going to be bringing back our popular segment, or I guess this month's uh, part of our popular segment, Word Around the Campfire, for our August episode. And joining me for this episode, I would like to welcome back to Press This, Mr. Doc Popular of Torque. Doc, welcome back. Thank you so much. I, I, I assume it's a popular uh, segment because I'm on it and my name is Doc. Well, that's what I meant by that is a popular segment featuring Doc Popular, of course, and uh, popular because people do like to hear about WordPress news. I know that it's one of my favorite topics, um, but that, that is a good point, Doc, on, on your, your presence here, defining that really for the series. Um, also joining us is a prior guest of Press This, and I think just one time guest, but maybe two time. Uh, welcoming back to Press This, uh, Rob Stenson of WP Engine. Rob, welcome back to Press This. Thanks for having me. I hope I don't decrease the popularity of this uh, episode. Well, if your last name were popular, you would increase the popularness <laughs> of the show, which would help really a lot. Um, but you were you were a prior guest and you were talking about custom blocks and I think Block Lab at the time or, or was this after you joined the WP Engine team? No, it was yeah, it was a couple of years ago, so it was prior uh, prior joining WP Engine. But yeah, we were talking about Gutenberg as it, it was emerging back then, and then the role of custom blocks and yeah, it was, it was a good session. Oh wait, no, I remember I was speaking at a WP Engine summit in Sydney. 
and I was telling people how they could go create custom blocks. And I didn't mention the product, uh, you know, you were working on at the time, Block Lab, and you came up after. And what did you say to me, Ra? Well, I was deeply offended that you didn't talk you about were. my, my <laughs> baby. <laughs> in Australia, talking about block stuff, and you don't talk about my thing. Uh, exactly. I, I talked about it a lot after that, though, Rob. You did. You made up. I had it. you on the podcast to make up for it. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you back. For those listening, uh, what we cover in our Word Around the Campfire segment is news from around the WordPress community. We got a lot going on. Just some quick highlights. If you've been listening to Press This recently, you may have heard our recent episodes around driving material growth with social media and WordPress. That was a pretty interesting topic in general, uh, but Mark Zahara shared some really interesting insights there from his time with Freemius and uh, really talking though about the, oh, I'm sorry, that's not that one. That's uh, uh, that's another episode actually that's coming out soon, but the Mark Zahara episode with uh, uh, Spotlight Instagram feeds was really talking about how social media and uh, really plays a role with WordPress via the in his Instagram strategy. And it's really interesting because he talks about leveraging Instagram for kind of like this dynamic content strategy within the context of a WordPress site. Sorry for messing that up, Mark, um, but Spotlight Instagram feeds is the plugin that they work on. Mark is with the uh, parent company of uh, WP Mayor, if you're familiar with that, Rob, or Doc. Have you, you've heard I'm of WP Mayor before, I assume? Rob? I have heard of it. I'm not super familiar with um, what they do, though. Oh, it's a content site uh, around WordPress. It's actually super cool. Um, you should check it out. Jean Gala is the principal behind the company behind that. Uh, Mark and Jean work together, and uh, it was a really interesting episode. Um, next up, out. yeah, check it out. Uh, next up, we have how to market your WordPress plugin with Bridget Willard. Uh, this one was really interesting. She she wrote a book actually called How to Market Your Plugin, and she sells it on howtomarketyourplugin.com, which I thought was kind of convenient. Um, but uh, that was a really interesting episode where she broke down some ideas for coming up with new plugins if you're looking to get into the business or uh, marketing them once you have. So I thought that was a really interesting one from her. And then other quick hit items uh, in the WP Engine universe. Uh, within the last month, we launched uh, some new offerings, including a general availability for a product called Growth Suite, which is really around helping agencies drive MRR in their agency business. Um, expanded our e-com offerings with new enhancements around application performance monitoring, wpengine.com forward slash e-commerce. And then another cool little open source announcement, the, there's a new open source project called the Atlas Content Modeler. It's actually a WordPress plugin, and it's really designed for kind of creating custom content models within the WordPress context explicitly for uh, headless WordPress configurations. Uh, Rob, have you had a chance to actually check that out? I know you kind of nerd around with some of this stuff sometimes. Yeah, I was, was starting to check that out um, just last week, actually. I'm pretty excited for that. In general, for everything that Atlas is doing, um, I like the approach that they're, they're taking around the, you know, the, the Atlas content modeler, uh, facilitating structured data and everything. That's pretty cool. Um, in general, though, I do love what Atlas is doing and how it allows, um, you know, content creators to continue to embrace the power of WordPress, the block editor and everything like that, but making it available for, for you know, for web devs to do what they love and building out, um, you know, good headless instances. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that headless, uh, I'm sorry, the Atlas content modeler, it's, it's a, not only just, of course, GPL, but it's distributed for free as well. Um, mm. And it's really interesting. It's like a, a, a lean and mean custom post type and, and, and uh, you know, field uh, essentially content modeler. It's extremely simple. Uh, but very effective in, in the headless context. So I thought that was pretty cool. Mm. Um, Doc, I have a question yeah. for you. Did you do you follow what goes on on post status much? Or like get the post status newsletter, or like hang out in their Slack channel or anything like that? I don't. I, Rob, I what about should. you? I am uh, not really recently. So if you ask me a question about something that's come out like in the last couple of um newsletters i'll probably won't have it but i'm definitely familiar with post status and have have followed along with their newsletters over the past few years did you hear about the post status acquisition tracker that they released uh, recently released no but with all the acquisitions that are happening in the wordpress world um that sounds kind of cool i really need to like read up because Corey miller is essentially running point at post status these days and there was kind of a changing of the guard there with brian but there's this really interesting page at poststatus.com for slash acquisitions where they're not only tracking, you know, new acquisitions um, that occur within the WordPress community, uh, but also ones from the past. So you can kind of get a nice baseline for, you know, major products in the universe uh, or a WordPress universe and kind of the different acquisitions that took place uh, over time. So I thought that was really cool uh, there from Corey. I guess uh, Syed had told me they were nerding out about that at some point. I guess Corey uh, put that out there. I'm sure there was more to the origin story than that. I mean, to misstate that, but I thought that was really cool by Corey and them to put that up over there on Post Status. So check it out, poststatus.com forward slash acquisitions. That is pretty uh, cool. I'm actually, looking, uh, oh, sorry, Doug. Well, I was just gonna say, there's actually quite a few um, things in the acquisition space. Like there's been so many lately that there's even sites now where you can acquire plugins, like people can list their plugins for sale. And then even just looking at this um, post-status uh, acquisition, I see several listed that I didn't know about, but then there's been a few this week that I haven't even made it up on here yet. So it's, it's been crazy this year, uh, plugins changing hands and people joining uh, larger teams with their smaller plugin uh, you know, developments. You were gonna say, I was gonna Rob? Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say um, this looks really interesting because it certainly feels like let's say the last six months, last twelve months, there's been an uptick in acquisitions or aqua hires. Um, but it'd be good to look through this and just to see if that's just a, a feeling I have or whether or not there has been an increase because this looks like a pretty good list. And yeah, like Doc was saying, there's a few here that I wasn't aware of. Yeah, there's no, to my knowledge. Uh you know, public record of it beyond, beyond this in terms of like, if it's picking up, I guess, I don't know of anyone else that's uh, kind of a, compiled a list like this. Um, the pace of acquisitions have been a big topic. And I know, uh, you know, that's probably even going to come up a couple of times, even here in this episode, but it's come up in multiple episodes prior. And, you know, it's really interesting because like on, on one level, you hear people like, oh, there's so much consolidation. It's hard to compete. And then on the other level, it's like, wait, no, that helps value businesses. And that's actually kind of cool. And like, um, but there's like this yin and yang effect, but it's, it's definitely been a huge topic of conversation. Um, I want to dig more into some of the kind of key news items in, in WordPress in the last month and particularly around WordCamps because I know like the, the world's kind of opening back up, um, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. 
Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're in the middle of our monthly episode, Word Around the Campfire. Right before the break, we were talking about PostStatus's acquisition tracker, found at poststatus.com forward slash acquisitions. And now I want to shift it uh, over to WordCamps. Doc, you know, I know that a lot of countries are, are getting fairly, you know, high levels of vaccination rates and kind of opening back up. We have the Delta variant kind of running amok. What's going on in the World Camp world? world? Are we going to see WordCamp US 2021 in person? Well, you know, we we uh, we were just talking about this. Um, what's happening with WordCamp US? It seemed almost too late to even announce anything. I was going. Uh, on a weekly basis to check their Twitter feed and and everything. And just a couple days ago, uh, they finally announced that there is going to be a WordCamp US and it's set for October 1st, which really doesn't give them a lot of time for planning. Um, this is going to be a virtual event. They The WordCamp Central had just recently announced rules and um, kind of a checklist for if you want to have an in-person meetup, we're gonna start allowing those again, but you have to meet these criteria. Some of those criteria are, is it even allowed in your area to have an in-person meetup? And other criteria is just like, hey, you have to wear your masks and um, you know certain things about like serving food or whatever. So it's, it's uh, all the way from broad to kind of fine, fine touch. Uh, but that being said, no one is doing an in-person event yet. In terms of WordCamps, there's none listed. There's nothing planned for the rest of the year. Um, it could happen, but it doesn't look like anything's going to happen in 2021. And WordCamp US, we were wondering, is it going to be on or not? They canceled kind of, kind of at the last. It felt like at the last minute last year uh, that they they canceled entirely. Um, and this year, it's like I said, it's a late announcement, but you know they they could still pull it off, and it could be one of the best WordCamps yet. But it's going to be entirely virtual this year. They haven't even announced um, their call for speakers or anything yet. They've just basically uh, updated the theme on their website and uh, and just kind of put a placeholder saying October 1st, 2021, we're going to be doing WordCamp US again. Yeah, and I know they've gotten a lot of practice over the last year of virtual events. I thought WordCamp Europe was expertly run. And so hopefully they have a good playbook as they think about WordCamp US. Done a few local meetups virtually uh, in various places, which was cool because like things I could have never done before. Like I spoke at a meetup 
in India. And that was super cool that like, obviously I wouldn't have the opportunity to do something like that in my day to day. So I think it's kind of been a mixed blessing with this kind of virtual first posture we've had to take with WordCamps, but I'm glad to hear that the team is being responsible and obviously people's health come first. Um, Doc, you talk to a lot of people in the community over at Torg. Who are some interesting folks? You're talking to like Ram Gall recently. What's he up to? Yeah, we talked to Ram, Ram from. Uh, we talked to Ram from WordFence. Um, he writes a lot of their blog posts these days, uh, and he just wrote about the critical uh, SQL injection that was found in WooCommerce. Uh, that was an interesting uh, vulnerability that was found. It was found before it was exploited in the wild, we believe. Uh, and it was such a critical uh, find that they forced an update. They did a automatic update, which, you know, I was trying to think maybe a Jetpack had done that once. And it's, it's a really rare thing to, to just automatically update everyone's plugins because there's such a severe vulnerability. And this was one of those times. Uh, luckily, if you have WooCommerce, it should just, you know, I mean, uh, if the automatic update didn't didn't happen, hopefully your host also kind of took action to to keep you safe. But it it was it was a pretty severe SQL injection um, vulnerability that they found. And, and hats after, off to it, the WooCommerce team for reacting to that disclosure. This is in a security sense what you would call a quote dis responsible disclosure, meaning it was discovered likely by a responsible researcher who, you know, privately disclosed it to Woo so they could develop the patch before it became compromised. But, you know, with a serious vulnerability, uh, you know, they have to act quickly. And I think the forced update, you know, in, with certain forms of vulnerabilities is more than warranted. And mm -hmm. so, you know, hats off for me anyways, to the automatic team and their response to that. And, you know, this is the way software works. Like every piece of software in your life goes through this. And so, you know, really where the rubber meets the road is when, you know, you discover something, you act quickly and responsibly. And, you know, I thought, I thought Automatic and Wu did a, did a really good job there. Um, it's, an it's an interesting tension, I think. Um, and I, I, I'm totally on board with the idea of when, when these sort of vulnerabilities are identified is um, forcing through the update. But in the world of, you know, GPL and open source and the control that we have over our code bases, I'm thinking especially for teams that I've worked with in the past that have had pretty strict workflows around code deployment and how things manage through Git and everything like that. Um, it's always, always, always feels a little bit funny, the idea of having a, an update sort of forced. Um, in this instance, totally justified and the outcome is what is needed. Um, but it's a, it's a strange thing to sort of mentally wrestle with, I think. Yeah, actively exploited tends to be a good barrier or a barometer that folks will use. And I'm certainly not a security expert, uh, know enough to be dangerous. But, uh, you know, I think that just fundamentally, you know, knowing that, you know, WooCommerce is the largest e-commerce, uh, you know, market or, or type of site in the entire world. It's, it's incredibly important and to, to the web at large. And, um, you know, many, many, many more sites and, and opportunity than, than even platform, you know, very popular platforms like Shopify. And so like, it means something. And so I think it's good that there's a, a solid team behind it when it's needed. Absolutely. Um, I want to save a little time for WordPress 5.8 because like, oh my goodness, 5.8 just came out in the last three days. We've got to talk about it on this episode. Um, Rob, what are the highlights from 5.8? 
the biggest thing I would have to say is probably the introduction of you know Gutenberg or the block editor, the block editor experience, uh, taking over the widget experience in WordPress. So I mean, widgets in WordPress have been around for a long time. Um, they've had a, a particular role um, in the way we've built sites over the past sort of decade or so. Um, different themes have interacted with the widgets experience in so many different ways. Um, but the block editor is in there now. Um, and I guess the world of WordPress is sort of catching up with what that means. Um, the net effect, I think, is fantastic. I think it makes total sense. Um, I know sort of some existing themes, including even the Genesis framework, sort of technically, um, you know, adjusting to the, the technical shift that the uh, the widgets experience technically and from a user perspective now has. There's a lot um, of themes that use widgets, right? I mean, widgets were released in 2007. So we're like a bunch of years in. And so this this caused some themes to have to like basically null that part out essentially. Absolutely. I'm thinking of a project that I worked on at a large agency oh, seven or eight years ago. And we rejigged or built on top of the the widgets experience to basically build a almost a site builder exclusively around the widgets and the way that worked. Um, so yeah, widgets in themes have been leveraged a lot and leveraged, like I was saying, in a lot of different ways. So it's a big shift um, and there'll be, you know, people will be considering backwards compatibility, of course, but I think what it does for the average user is, is really positive. Well, it, it is a big shift, but you know, it's funny with, you know, you remember, you remember all the hubbub in 2018 leading to the release of the block editor and core and how, you know, it's going to turn it into Wix and blow up WordPress and all the other, you know, you know, naysayer type things. But like what I'm hearing about 5.8 with themes, particularly around JSON is everyone's excited about it. Why are they excited? Like if, if things are changing and the old stuff kind of needs to be like backwards compatibility eyes and, and dealt with and, and like, but why are people excited, right? Well, I think, yeah, there's a, there's a whole bunch happening around full site editing right now. We're sort of in this transition period where we're, we're seeing some of the features that are sort of being worked out and, you know, matured a little bit in the Gutenberg plugin. They're starting to get merged into core. Um, and you mentioned like the, you know, theme, json right and i've been thinking about this a little bit um what it, what it means uh for wordpress for wordpress developers for people that build sites uh, with wordpress agencies um and we're starting to see i would say some of the promise of the block editor um and some of the things that we need to be easier in wordpress are becoming easier and i think i'm glad thing... you said that part because there's a, there's a, a story I heard in this, it'll be a short one, but it, it, to me, it really gets down to like shortening the time to do cool stuff. And I, I think so there's some really interesting points here that we're going to cover when we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. 
Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're in the middle of our episode, uh, Word Around the Campfire, covering news from around the WordPress community. Right before the break, we were talking a little bit about 5.8 and themes JSON. Now, Rob, I'm sorry I interrupted you there, but I was talking to WP Engine's digital team about the update, and they were like, oh, that project we just did could have been like so much easier using themes JSON. So like, I feel like there's this excitement around this modularized way of using a design system in WordPress. I mean, what are your thoughts? I mean, there's definitely your area more than mine. Yeah, so I think I said just before, like the things that should be easy are getting easier. Um, that, that's largely even what the block editor represents, right? So but prior to the block editor, we had the classic editor, um, you know, and to build out a landing page, you know, with a beautiful design and different columns and all sorts of things, that, that wasn't too easy in just, you know, native WordPress prior. But the block editor makes that easy. Um, creating a theme in modern WordPress is getting easier again. And that's what the theme.json sort of, uh, you know, within 5.8 and moving forward and full site editing represents. It's a really structured approach being able to configure the way a site is styled from a global styles perspective and even down to, you know, to block styles um, and, you know, various features that are turned on or made available to the end user and things like that. Um, but the beauty of it is, is that it's, it's highly structured and it's gonna be highly documented. Obviously documentation is still being worked on. Um, but for people like even, you know, myself, I'm a bit of a, a tinkerer in WordPress. I wouldn't say I'm a you know, senior engineer by any means, but I can work with that to come in and to configure uh, a theme, a WordPress theme in the new modern context and have it look and operate in, in a really particular way. And it's, it's, it's really interesting, the timing of this, because over the last few years in, in the world of web development in general, and I'm not even, not even just WordPress, but modern web development, there's lots of conversation about how hard it is. You know, back when probably the three of us got started, you'd, you'd open up a, a file and you'd name it index.html and you'd write some HTML and then you'd write a bit of CSS, maybe a little bit of JavaScript. And that's just sort of how the, that was the, the entrance into the world of web development. But you can still do that. But the modern web with all the dependencies and you know, node packages and the way all the you know, various build tools that we have to have now that seem to be just the standard now, like the hard things I would say are harder. And that applies to some, you know, for many people to modern WordPress as well. Like obviously this JavaScript um, and React JavaScript you know, approach that we now have, some of the things are definitely harder, but that's what I love about what theme you know, theme.json represents for people that want to still build with WordPress and build themes and build out custom experiences is that it lowers that barrier to entry significantly for being able to create custom experiences. So it is really exciting. It's still in its sort of, I would say it's in its infancy. It's still being sort of built out. Um, but what I'm seeing some folks do as we're, you know, starting to mess around with it and explore it is, is, is really incredibly encouraging. I think it, it brings, back a, a piece that I have, I suppose, with being able to sort of to step in easily into a project and do something with WordPress um, in a comfortable way, in a way that I can just sort of really easily lean in on the documentation without having to, you know, oh, I guess I got to go really understand React now and, and all these sort of node dependencies and that I guess that barrier to entry is, is being lowered again. And, and that's a, a really, really encouraging thing to see. 
Well, that's really great to hear. And I know that certainly everyone likes an easy button. So I'm guessing uh, certainly the folks I heard raving, I definitely consider senior engineers. Um, so uh, Rob, I think you're underselling yourself. I think you're probably further yeah. than you give yourself credit for. But uh, uh, thank you for running through with that. Uh, really excited to see that progress there. And also really excited to see the kind of community kind of come behind those capabilities. It's, it's really fun to, to, to see WordPress still have such evolutionary moments after having you know been around just so long on the web. Um, Doc, it's, this isn't the only update though in the block world. Uh, I heard something about the WordPress pattern repository. What's happening there? Yeah, so the pattern repository has been something we've talked about for a while. Uh, ever since we had the idea of blocks uh, introduced with Gutenberg, there was this kind of idea of like eventually there'll be kind of this store where you can kind of like get new types of blocks, which we've we've gotten that. But then um, uh, the ability to import patterns is kind of the newest thing. Uh, so patterns were introduced, I think, in 5.7 with WordPress. And the pattern directory is just like the plugin directory. Uh, it's just a place where you can kind of look at an assortment of, of patterns and, and the layouts on the page are very visual. So you can kind of go like, oh, that's what I'm looking for and just import that. And instead of creating a, a, a block from scratch and setting it up, you can kind of, or even a, a group of blocks, you can just import this pattern and have like a really cool effect, you know, a duotone effect that's just kind of ready made or uh, a, you know, click here for more information button with a nice kind of photo on top, uh, background faded out behind your text, like all these different things that you might use either for full site editing or inside your blog post. That's super cool. So check out the pattern repository. Thank you so much, Doc, for that rundown. And thank you for joining us today. Yeah, it was great being here. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Rob, for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I love the rundown of 5.8. If you'd like to look, check out more about what's happening in WordPress, please visit torquemag.io. Again, this has been your host, David Volpole. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.